The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up after 10.15, the Passion View, which means the ladies in studio, will discuss uh, when are opposite sex friends a threat to your relationship and is sex always better for couples when it involves kissing? Plus, if there's anything you want to know from a female perspective and you have a question, then get them ready and send them in at 514-800. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion at 514-800. You can also send me your questions uh, via email to laurie at drlaurie.com or just uh, go to the website, drlaurie.com, and fill out the contact sheet there, and I will be happy to answer them on air. Hi, doctor. I love your show. This is by email. I feel really guilty watching porn, but it's my favorite thing to do. The women are amazing. I'm blown away. Pornhub has some really smoking hot ladies on there. Uh, right after having sex with my friend, I'm back on Pornhub watching really beautiful women. Uh, do I have a problem? I only masturbate once a week. I'm happy with my sex life and my girlfriend. I just watch a lot of porn. Am I okay or psycho? No, psycho is not a word to use in this context. Let's just be clear here. Uh, Plenty of people watch porn. It's um, more about do you have a handle on it and how much does it interfere in your relationship? So if, um, I mean, you say you, you only masturbate once a week, so I don't know how often you're watching porn are you just watching porn just to look at the beautiful ladies or do you watch porn to in fact just to get aroused and to masturbate which if it's only once a week that's certainly you know that that, that's not excessive in the least bit are you spending hours and hours and hours on pornography every day then that could be doing something to your brain Um, may not be the best idea but if it's having no impact on your life or your relationship, it doesn't really mean that there's anything wrong. People who have, uh, for example, a really high libido might find themselves um, wanting to be stimulated more. So we'll be, you know, maybe watching more than somebody who maybe has less uh, of a libido. So Remember, it activates the reward centers in your brain, and you're you're kind of seeking this out. But if you're if you function and your sex life is good with your partner, and your partner has no issue with it, then really, it why does it have to be a problem? It's like making a blanket statement that says all porn is bad. You know, no, uh, millions and millions and millions and mil- millions of people around the world watch pornography on a regular basis, and a small a small portion of them have issues with it, where it's compulsive, where it's problematic, where they develop uh, sexual dysfunctions because of it. But it is not your average watcher that um, has all those uh, those issues. Uh, With today's social media, dating sites, and just plain Facebook, I hear there's a lot of gentlemen sending dick pics. Is this true? I hear about it a lot in the U.S., like there's a dick pic epidemic happening right now. (laughs) Okay, I haven't seen that headline. All women should stay inside and shut your phones up. Um, (laughs) 
Is there a, a, this epidemic? I think with social media, for sure, we've talked about this even on our panels, uh, and I think most of the women I've spoken to have received unsolicited pictures of men's uh, privates. There's no, no, no question about it. I myself, uh, unfortunately, get those unsolicited. And to me, it's akin to having somebody flash me. Like if I was you know, walking through the park or going to the bus stop or wherever, and someone comes out of the, comes out of the blue, opens their coat, and they're naked underneath. It's the same thing, and if somebody's flashing you in in outside where you you're unsuspecting and you did, certainly didn't ask for it, guess what? It's an illegal act. So I think we haven't just caught up to the different types of flashing that's out there, but. We're hearing certain problems like um, if you're on a subway, if you're on a crowded subway or, or crowded bus and your airdrop is set to accept from anybody, what's happening is people are airdropping these dick pics to you uh, unsuspecting that you, you don't know who it is because it's in a crowded bus. It could be anybody in on that bus who's doing it. And if you're air, so you have to like, that's one of the things you could um, beware of when you're out in public is to keep your airdrop on your phone to only uh, accept from contacts only or friends only or, or what have you. So you don't get caught up in, in those unsolicited um, situations. But, you know, we've talked about this. Like, it's, it, it people, like, I don't know where, I guess maybe guys think that it's okay because if they got pictures of women's genitals unsolicited, they would like it. So they assume women would like it. But remember, there's a difference between, I'm in a relationship with someone, we're talking, we're flirting together. Um, you know, we've established a, a rapport and then we we decide we're going to send each other these uh, these sexy pics to to each other. Well, they're not unsolicited at that point, and they're certainly not from strangers. It's a very, very different um very, very different situation. I sent dick pics via text to girlfriends, stopped when I accidentally sent to my sister because I was texting her the same time as my girlfriend. Yeah, that's another thing. You don't want it to get somewhere, you know, in the hands of someone else. Like a, a friend was telling me once that uh, her, she, her husband was out of town and had sent her a picture, right? And so this is her husband, but it came up with, and her daughter was right next to her. Like, like, you know, you know, when a message pops up like that, like the, the picture popped up, like that's not, that, you know, so no, don't do that. Uh, so you've got to be careful. Like when you are, uh, when you are sending, um, Texter writes in, I used to like porn a lot, but now I don't, just not as interesting. Is that because I'm getting older or seen at all? Probably a little bit of uh, both. You might, your libido might not be as uh, high as it once was when you were younger. So that's, uh, that's something. Or, you know, it becomes, it's like when you watch a lot of violent movies, you kind of become numb to it. You become like, it, it, it's almost you become blasé about certain things so that that could very well happen uh with porn which is why sometimes we see um 
like people moving on to like more and more, uh, ex- let's say extreme types of porn, like extreme sports, you know, maybe regular sports aren't enough to get the high. So you go to more of the extreme stuff to get the adrenaline going and what have you. So that's, uh, that's possible. Texture writes in, I'm more attracted to my girlfriend's ass than her boobs. Is that okay? My girlfriend is uh, offended. I'm not sure why she would be offended. It's like her saying, I'm very much attracted to your abs more than I'm attracted to your butt. Or I really am attracted to your biceps. Uh, whatever, whatever it is. There's nothing to be uh, offended by. You're just really telling her, I'm an ass man, like that's me. You know, where another guy might say, I'm a, I'm a breast man. This is what I like. This is what really turns me on. But these are preferences. These are body parts that may turn us on. Doesn't mean the whole person doesn't turn you on. So that's, that's not what you're saying you you love all of her and all of her turns you on but if you were to pick one body part that does it for you it might be the butt and what's wrong with that uh there's nothing wrong with that and she this is not something that she should be offended by because we all have our our different preferences coming up the passion view when are opposite sex friends a threat to your relationship. The ladies weigh in on this and see if they uh, have experienced this too. We can talk about that and would love to get some of your experiences as well. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. The ladies are in studio tonight. That is uh, the Passion View. Yay! We have lots of things to uh, to talk about. We are live on Facebook, although Paris, I don't see it live here. But anyhow, um, I think we're live. Are we live? Yes, Paris says we are live. We've got Chinsia, Melissa Plett, and Paris Mansouri. You've heard all three of them yeah. on the air uh, before, but this time's really special because we have two singer-songwriters, which is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And women. <laughs> and no, no fight are going to break out as <laughs> Day Simon was. Who's going to win this one? Right? Oh, it's no. Like, it's all love. Gonna fight? Yeah, it's all about love. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I can't find it on mine. But anyhow, uh, you can watch us live on uh, at, at Dr. Lori Batito um, and interact with us as well. We'd love to hear some of your thoughts. The first topic that I want to talk about is when are opposite sex friends a threat to your relationship? Now, Chinzia is uh, 25. She's in a brand new relationship. So we'll see how... Um, <laughs> You know, she's the youngest of the crew here. Melissa Platt has been in uh, a long-term relationship. Long. How long? How long? This summer, it'll be 13 years. 13 I years. Think. in uh, so And she's in her late 30s. <laughs> Paris Mansouri has, has been married before, but she's now single, uh, also in her 30s. Um, so I think we've all, we may be... And I'm like, um, like 55. I was so, gonna ask. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I don't. I, I don't mind sharing my age. I really don't. I'm. I'm okay with that. So we've all had the experience of being in relationships and how our partners may relate to um, our our friends, right? That are yeah. of the opposite yeah. gender. Now I don't know. Do you guys all have friends of the opposite? gender yes yeah definitely <laughs> so good friends like yeah like best friends I mean my best friend's a guy and uh I know that my boyfriend has a lot of close female friends and 
don't know. It's not really an issue until it becomes an issue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, why would it become an issue? Like, okay, Melissa, you've been in a relationship for 13 years. You have guy friends? Well, yeah, it's a funny thing because I've, I've always been closer with guys than I have with girls. Same. And I think it depends on the person's personality. Like, my, my boyfriend never had a bunch of close girlfriends. So it would be weird if he suddenly had girlfriends. That's where I would have the red flag come up. Okay. Whereas I always have had guy friends, so it just doesn't seem as weird if I... But I don't go out with just guy friends alone. Oh, you don't? Not anymore. But also, in the music industry, we're mostly around guys anyway, yeah, so I don't exactly. really need to, on my nights off, go out with more guys that aren't my boyfriend. <laughs> That's yeah, just inappropriate. That's true. You, well, <laughs> you wouldn't want to take that time away, exactly. especially if you're not seeing your partner. Exactly. Then. But has he has he ever like said to you, "I'm not, I'm I'm not comfortable with it"? Or no, he's never said because he trusts me. He that's doesn't trust point. some of the men. Mm-hmm. He'll often be like, "That guy clearly wants this or that," and you're like, "No, he doesn't." Right? I bet you. Right? Well, I used to be, and then I had enough situations where I'm like, "Okay, I'll just trust you when you say it." <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to is just the trust that yeah. you have of the person that you're in the relationship with. Yeah. You know, you're not in the relationship with the person who wants your significant other, you know. So I think um, it's about respecting each other and understanding each other's limits, too. Right. Like if I yeah. know that my boyfriend is uncomfortable when I hang out with this guy alone, I mean, you're not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, I probably still will, but I'll be more uh. like, I'll, I'll be more respectful, respectful of it. You know what I mean? I'll take it into consideration. Right. Like, I, I would hate to have my partner tell me who and what, uh, you know, who I can yeah. see, who yeah. I can't see. And no, I, uh, I'm not going to allow this. Like, I would never, that, <laughs> no. that kind of language doesn't work for me. Yeah, no. But if if he were to say, look, I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable because I sense that this person, blah, 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 whatever it is, then... I would respect my yes, partner absolutely. because he's my priority. But I wouldn't want my partner to say, I don't want you to have any friends that are male. No, that'd be mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You know really what I mean? Creepy. Yeah. I wouldn't like that either. Yeah. Paris, what about you? I don't think that would be normal if anyone said, I don't like that person, period, in your life. Period. Like well, guy or girl. I've, but I've seen that. Like I've seen those those situations where... Well, I've lived those like myself. Okay, so, so I want to hear. Mm-hmm. What did... What? At that point, I feel like when it's not like in my case, it was after marriage. He was totally fine before. And then after we got married, it was like, you know what? They come down to it. I don't like so and so. And I'm like, that so and so has been in my life since I was like 10 years old. Right. Uh, I know his parents. He knows my parents. We grew up like siblings. Like there's really nothing ever there. He has a serious relationship with someone like it's like, yeah, but it's long distance and she's not around. I'm like, what are you like? What? And he's like, and then once I saw him when I was out and I said hi and he didn't really say hi to me. I don't think he respects me. And it just kept turn. Everything kept turning into stories or uh, even some he, he would complain that some of my girlfriends weren't that receptive of him or weren't inclusive. At, at one point I was away for a while and he was like, your friends don't invite me over. So oh it's not their job. It's Are you so insecure, this guy. So, yeah, this and at like that time, at that time, you don't you you know they're your husband at that point. So the conversation's extremely different. It's not like you're just dating someone and being like, okay, I don't want to be with you anymore. It's you were never this way, and all of a sudden you are. 
So that's a possessiveness. Yeah. What you're mm -hmm. describing is a partner who's suddenly become possessive because, well, now you're mine. Yeah. It's, it's that kind of attitude. Well, it's no? more like a let's not hang out with your friends as much anymore because I don't feel accepted by them. It but, was never like, it was never, I don't, uh, you spend too much time with your friends, you don't spend enough time with me. It was like, I don't feel like your friends respect me and I don't think it's cool. And did your friends respect him? They did, but I honestly don't remember any of them inviting anyone else's husband over to hang out. Oh, yeah, that's so <laughs> weird. That would be strange. Yeah, yeah. That but was the. If that's the only reason he gave, if that's the only reason he gave, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he just yeah. said he didn't feel welcome that's in the circle, and I'm like, dude, we've all known each other so since we were like 12 years old. I've known you for six months, or we've been only married a month. I like, can't even imagine my good friends calling up my partner and being like hey you want to hang out yeah like that's very weird <laughs> yeah i mean but you're not with him anymore no so. but in his world it wasn't it, uh, it's inclusive it's when you get married your families become one yeah. and your friend circle become one and your friends should feel like i'm part of their extensive extended circle so if they're having a barbecue it doesn't matter that you're not in the country they should still invite me mm. yeah i kind of see that i guess actually <laughs> but the shoulds and the expectations and if he hasn't developed the relationship yeah. with them mm -hmm. exactly also yeah. it just that 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 would be just weird but to me that sounds a bit manipulative and yeah controlling I, too yeah it's i would like, agree now in hindsight right at the time i like you said it does sound reasonable because yeah. he was like you know we just got married you're traveling a lot and they're having a they know i'm here and i'm like but again like you guys said he barely he wasn't that person like in a social gathering mm -hmm. that you want to have around oh, gosh. period <laughs> yeah, yeah. so well that real that relationship wasn't there with him and your friends like exactly and you can't force it me. exactly yeah and mm -hmm. in in hindsight now you your friends were probably right to they probably said something they didn't like oh, anyway. Oh, 100 percent. Right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Maybe the message is listen to your friends uh, who you're, <laughs> you know, when your husband or partner tries to control who you see and who you don't see and how you should have a relationship with them. It's scary. Like you said, because sometimes your friends detect it. And so mm. my friends felt they're like, if you were there, they're like, we'll never count you out, but we were never gonna invite him yeah. one on one. But they were saying like in one circumstance. I was just having actually this conversation is about stuff that happened over 10 years ago. But this friend of mine, I think less than a month ago, she was like, you know what, I was ready to end our friendship because I didn't want him in my house wow. anymore. Whoa. Yeah. So, so that's a good, that's, yeah. there's a topic that yeah. we can ask, like, what happens when your friends don't like your partner or your partner hates your friends yeah. oh that means something has that ever happened to you oh of course um my first serious boyfriend did not like the fact that i was close to my family which is so what? ironic because i'm the one in my family that's not close with everyone but to him i was like super close and wow. he was like you spend too much time with your sisters and sunday lunch is too much i'm like what do you mean i'm 18 dude that's like crazy. leave me alone but that should give um, you that right there is a sign oh right? yeah, it's that's... totally a sign i left him i was like okay peace um <laughs> but i've had friends who haven't liked boyfriends and boyfriends who haven't liked my friends and to me like my friends are a little bit of an extension of me so if you have an issue with them there's something that you can't click with with me or if my friends mm. detect something i automatically feel like i have roasted glasses on glasses on and i'm like okay 
what am I not seeing? Explain it to me. Yeah. And like communication, that's what all happens, I need in my though? life. What happens if no one detects anything and then you get married and then it's after you're married that it's like, wait a minute. Mm. I mean, there's always warning signs beforehand and there's always red flags. But if no one noticed anything and all of a sudden after the fact, they're like, wait a minute. Like, like you said, like, sounds this like is- you're we're, we're married to a, what is it? A sociopath? The people that are really yeah. good liars, yeah. <laughs> good manipulators. Yeah. But it, it's so my girlfriend was talking to me after her divorce. She went and told her father, you know, I got divorced and whatever. And she says, oh. He said to her, "Oh, good. I really never liked your husband." Oh. Like, but Why didn't you say it though? Because it's different. Because what would what would it have served? She, yeah, would she have really listened to him and decided, "No, I I'm not going to mm-hmm. marry you because my yeah. father doesn't like you." Like it wouldn't have happened. So to keep his relationship with his daughter, yeah. which was the smart thing to do, yeah. you know. I mean, if there's blatant, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he was pretty abusive too, so I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't like the best, uh, it was not a good relationship. But nonetheless, it's like, Mm. I know there are friends who will tell you after the fact, right? But But they won't tell you during, like, hey. And would you want to hear it? Like, Yeah. You'd want to hear it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, only when you're dating. You can't say it when you're married. That's you true. Have I've friends, never been in that position. No, but your friends right? should have said but, it before you get married. Exactly. Is the thing, right? Because yeah. the, the red flags are... The, but even if you don't listen, you might start... That might be a seed that it makes you more aware something. of other things. Yeah. Plant, it, plant the seed is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. We've we could got, spark a conversation. Right. We've got Chinzia uh, and Melissa Plato are both <laughs> singer-songwriters. It's a lot of fun. We're going to hear their music coming up. And uh, Paris Mansouri, who's a, a CJD contributor and does Not all kinds singer. of stuff. Huh? <laughs> Not a singer. <laughs> Not a singer. Only in the I like to think I am. Only in the shower. <laughs> and she has a new website, parasology.com. I love that. Parasology.com. Um We've got lots to talk about. So coming up, I want to talk about kissing. Yeah. How important is kissing? And is sex always better when it involves kissing? I want to hear from our listeners as well at 514-800. But uh, right now, let's check the news uh, with our CJD 800 newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak. You're listening to Passion, CJD 800. That is the music of Melissa Plett, singer-songwriter. She is in studio with us, along with another singer-songwriter, Chinzia, who will hear her <laughs> music coming up. Very different uh, genres, if we, uh, if you will. And Paris Mansouri, who does not sing, or only in the shower. Uh, well, my brother says I can't. Oh, okay, yeah, for, that's I like I me. Can. I can't sing. <laughs> Brothers I know. think I can. I do a mean Whitney Houston. Oh, I'm sure. I believe that. And go. (laughs) Chinzia is 25. She's young in a brand new relationship. Uh, Melissa Plett is in her late 30s and is in a long-term relationship for the last 13 years. Yes. And Paris Mansouri, who is single, late 30s, um, 
Ready yeah. to mingle. Ready to mingle. Mingling. Right. <laughs> ready. Just permanently She's mingling. mingling. <laughs> uh, the passion poet weighs in and says, love her voice. So you've got a oh, fan. Thank you've you. got a fan. Uh, a couple of things. So we were talking about opposite sex friends. The passion poem wrote a little poem about it saying, having opposite sex friends can create easy suspicions. Sometimes things go wrong. Then come some bad decisions. Women are more in tune. They can control the situation. They can sense that male drive then change the conversation it's a question of trust even if your partner is a milf it's not what you know about her it's what you know about yourself i agree it's more about yourself yeah. it's you got to trust the your partner not necessarily the other per, the other person well, i don't trust the other people that's the thing you don't trust the other <laughs> no people. when they come knocking around for for my man I don't trust those ladies. <laughs> you know what? I, I, for sure, you know, you can sense the intention. Well, and I know how women work. But mm. at the same time, at the same and time. And you know how men work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if they are able to get him to stray or to get him to look away, I'm like, thank you. Like, thank you yeah, for yeah. being the one who exposed that. What a good point. Yeah, that's true. What a good point. Send her flowers yeah. and a cake and thank her and move on. Sooner <laughs> or later, he was going to do it anyway. Yeah. That's interesting. Paris, you may not sing, but that's a songwriting line right there. Ooh. <laughs> she gives you permission to use the words. 10%. Did you get that from a meme? <laughs> I really did it. I All really right. did it. This, uh, this, here's a, an interesting perspective. Uh, we were talking about friends, too. Like if your partner hates your friends or your friends hate your partner. That's a very difficult situation. But from the perspective of a gay man, the ex of my seven-year partner never accepted their breakup. He was always hanging around every function with friends, never speaking or acknowledging me. If I engaged a conversation with him, he usually lasted two words before talking to someone else. I tried not to let this bug me. But after seven years, my partner ended up accusing me of being the cold one, which hurt. He left me to go back to him. Oh, oh no. That's a burn, no. right? Right there, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. To hear <laughs> when that I first too, started but... dating my partner, his ex that he'd been with for a long time, she kept calling because they had a home and a dog and blah blah blah. Okay. So she always had a reason she was calling, right? But it did finally get to the point where it was like, okay, like. She needs to stop calling you Saturday morning at eight o'clock in the morning. That's right. Just, she's trying to interrupt what's going on here. And it did get to the point there where I had to be like, either you need to tell her to stop calling or you need to stop calling me. Mm. Is how it Boundaries. Yes, ma'am. Okay. See, that's important. Yeah. I think when so. it crosses over and you and the and you're uncomfortable with that level of boundary crossing, you say something or else there's yeah. a consequence to that. It's like, yeah, you don't. I don't have to tolerate that. No. You have to be and feel like the priority. So is sex always better for couples when it involves kissing? So there's been research done about this, and the researchers were interested in whether kissing, cuddling, and massaging, so three measures of affection, uh, were related to sexual pleasure, sexual arousal, and emotional intimacy. Kissing was by far the most commonly reported uh, behavior by 86%, which to me meant that like 15% didn't kiss like I was it's like surprising yeah. sometimes right yeah. so I wanted to they wanted to also know well why didn't you kiss and the most common reason given for why they did not kiss was because they didn't like kissing oh what? have you ever been with someone who didn't <laughs> like kissing to me I think that would be a deal breaker well that's yeah. a big separation I feel like they're trying to just have the pleasure without actually connecting yeah. with you 
That sounds more like quick sex. Yeah. Just like, uh, let's just get it done and that's it. Whereas like there's some sort of intimacy yeah, yeah. that goes on when you're kissing. You're exchanging breath. So sometimes yeah. you don't want to kiss that person. Yeah. But yeah. not that's enough to say 15% for me at least. Well, I, I would Im- imagine that the, the part, actually what they found is the participants who indicated they did not kiss at their last sexual encounter were more likely to be less than 30 years old. And they were most likely to indicate they did not kiss because it would feel too intimate. Oh. So that kills me that I'm like, so that's too Put, intimate. Putting your v- penis in someone else's <laughs> vagina or wherever or whatever yeah. orifice is less intimate than kissing. But it is kind of. I guess that's where like millennials or like my generation and younger, that's kind of where we're at. Like we were talking about this last time I was on the show that it'll go from hooking up to, oh my God, we have common points and then dating. Like it's more that. So romantic. sex comes first. Yeah, exactly. So let's say regular sex isn't as intimate as like, oh my God, face to face. I'm feeling your lips. I'm looking into your eyes. And yeah. I don't know. I guess we get scared of that. That's, I get scared of that. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, but it says it, that it was over 30. Under 30. So oh, under, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I like exactly what, yeah, what okay. Chinsia is talking about here is that. So isn't that interesting though, right? Mm-hmm. So it's okay. We can have like full on sex, first date, but that's not intimate. But don't kiss me. And don't kiss me. And then we'll and then we'll date. And then we'll you know? see. Yeah. And then we'll see. Weird. See yeah. what? We're strange. Yeah. What what's there <laughs> to see? See how we feel afterwards. If we have any chemistry, what's like what's the use of that, investing oh, whoa, whoa. if there is chemistry goes wait, before sex. Wait. <laughs> Chemistry comes with the yeah. kissing. Yes. Yeah. That's when you know there's chemistry. Yeah. I had a friend who once kissing. told me, she's like, you can have someone who's great at sex, but if they have a horrible personality, that's not changing. But if you have someone who has a great personality, you can kind of find ways to make like sex work and make it great. Well, so- and <laughs> I mean, I'm a firm believer in at the end of the day, the relationship isn't all about sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, after yeah. 13 years yeah. together, you would say that. <laughs> Ask Chinzia, who's only been like, you know, yes. a few months yes. or whatever. It's very important right now. Have you started kissing your new boyfriend is the question. Um, no, but we've had sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, boy. of course. <laughs> um, Paris, uh, so are you also of the, you also, th- yeah, and you're not even a millennial, but yet you are thinking I'm in the a, same way. Yeah. I, so kissing it's different. Is... It's if when you know that the person is has certain qualities that you're looking for in someone long term, you treat it differently. Mm-hmm. So like meaning you can know you'd right kiss them. <laughs> I love is that. What you're this. trying to say? You'd kiss them. You wouldn't just have sex with them. You'd kiss them. I would not just but... have sex with any. I can't believe I'm talking about this on <laughs> no, the radio. This is the show. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to get to what you're thinking exactly. Like I, I'm trying to understand this concept mm-hmm. because when I was growing up, or in my generation, I can't believe I'm saying this, but in my <laughs> my time, um, sex was the most intimate thing. Like yeah. kissing, lots of kissing happened way before yes. we ever had. It's not you know, like for kiss, me, sex. So, from sometimes letting somebody be affectionate towards me in public is way more intimate. Like if I'm letting you hold my hand, if I'm letting you show people around us that we're together and I'm with you, like to me, that's really intimate. Okay, I can understand that, the public displays of affection, but here we're talking about 
kissing yeah. and the pleasure we get from kissing I mean, and the connection. I've made out with so many people before my boyfriend and I wouldn't have had sex with them. To me, that Ooh, I agree with right. you on that. Mm-hmm. To me, that's like way more intimate. Sex, Kissing? It, sex, oh, is, more sex yeah. is more intimate. Yes. Both of us think that. Is, but if you're adding, <laughs> you're not just necessarily, okay, if you are making out with someone and having intercourse with them, that's really intimate. But you are, it is absolutely 100% possible to just like keep it to intercourse and not want to make out with a person if you don't want to be huh. super mm-hmm. intimate with them. So um, you can stick it in but don't kiss me yeah keep it to a minimal like don't be emotional about your kissing oh that's exactly it it's that emotional attachment don't hold my face yeah yeah stop don't try to hold eye contact oh my god oh my god i've had someone do that and it was just stop look away look away all right do you kiss in your relationship how kissing how how much is kissing important to you and do you need it to feel connected and do you need it to increase your sexual pleasure. I know for me, it's a necessity. What about for you? Uh, we'll talk more about this. Kiss me gently. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. That's Chinzia, the other singer-songwriter, right here on our uh, panel, our female panel tonight. She's 25. Wow, that's beautiful. Chinzia and the Eclipse, same uh, title of her, uh, or the same for your website, right? Chinzia Mm -hmm. and the Eclipse. Melissa Plett is also here. You heard her song previously. She's a singer-songwriter at melissaplett.com. She's in her late 30s uh, in a long-term relationship. Paris Mansouri is here as well. Living life. Late 30s, living life. (laughs) Getting judged for it. No, we're not judging. (laughs) We're We're past that. We're trying not to. (laughs) Let's be honest, we'll still do it anyway. (laughs) We're talking about kissing. I just have a couple of texts here. and To me, it's an important... It's something important, first of all. And I think even this the research that I was looking at when it comes to kissing said that the the, the people who did kiss felt that um, they were three times more likely to report a, a greater emotional intimacy, right? Where they when they mm-hmm. had that the, the kissing. So they felt a lot closer to their partner. Um let's see, I'm if I'm not in love with the person, this texture says, I do not want to kiss them. But you'll have sex with them. Uh, <laughs> you need to get over it, Dr. Lori. I know. No, it no. She says this. Chemistry <laughs> is when you are having sex and your eyes meet. Sometimes eye contact during sex can be more passionate than kissing. I think both Paris and Chinzia said the same thing, right? It would be mm-hmm. very awkward if somebody was looking at you and you didn't have that lev- level of intimacy, like someone who was looking at you lovingly or yeah. caressing mm-hmm. you or... Uh-uh. What have you? Yeah, I love when anyone tries to be in, like romantically intimate with me without <laughs> like, knowing you, yeah. like without really have, having established that. Yeah, yeah but exactly. there are acts. There are like a certain way of running your hand down somebody's back or their arm. Like it's really yeah, unnecessary. Like, in the movies. Mm-hmm. like yeah. it's unnecessary. Yes. If we're oh just gosh. hooking up, don't. Like, <laughs> don't. <laughs> it's a bit of reverse. That That's if it. you are hooking up. 
don't, don't don't try to do those nice sensual things is uh, according to paris so no that's... if if like try to be more than what it is it's like don't try to make more of that situation whether you're a woman or you're a man mm-hmm. if you're just hooking up don't turn him into your boyfriend so in case he doesn't call you in the morning it's not about so, you so for some of mm-hmm. our listeners and myself included who are a little older and you know don't have that lingo language whatever <laughs> because you know i still and my kids are horrified i still call my friends say hey want to hook up later for coffee and they're like don't use that term you know that's not what we use that term for you're not gonna do that so what <laughs> what does that imply exactly who wants to define hooking up it, hooking up could be it, the intimacy level is determined by those people so hooking up could be letting a person touch you over your clothing letting a person touch you under your shirt or it could be sleeping it just depends mm-hmm. on not, like not sleeping yeah it's not necessarily <laughs> so if i say we hooked up mm-hmm. if i say we hooked up is very different from we linked up like Ew, um, that's oh, a oh, what's thing? a link what's a linked up oh, that gives linkedin sounds, a new yeah. name it sounds professional like oh we linked up no it's like it's <laughs> when is... you say like when a guy tells you i thought we were gonna link up it's like i thought something was gonna happen oh it's like, I thought really? we were going to connect, but when you're linking with someone, it's like... Bodies linking. There's, Why is there, there was so many words? Gonna... One part goes in another part. Yeah, like, <laughs> we get it. Like, that, that was see, that's hookup that to me. That was a purpose too. to the hanging out that was going to be a hookup. But it's not like, you can't tell someone, hey, I thought we were going to hook up. You can say that to your friend, like say, hey, I thought we were going to hook up later, you know? Mm-hmm. But oh, so if, I can still use that terminology. <laughs> Again, it depends how you're talking. Yeah, to I was Dr. about Lori. to say. Yeah, it depends what like your intention confused. is. Because I still say, oh yeah, I'm gonna hook up with my friends later. But I also yeah. say, oh yeah, it was just a hookup. Okay, I think so, that yeah. it's pretty obvious when you're hooking up with your friends, you're not Paris linking with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so term. linking, okay. So hooking up can be anything from. I feel so old. It's fooling around. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't mean full exactly. on intercourse or exactly. or any other. But kind it depends. Of sex. It's like, oh, we hooked up. Like it depends on how you yeah. say the tone. It. It's the tone. Exactly. Yeah. Normally, your friends will be like, okay, but what did you do though? Oh, exactly. Okay. And then you're like, oh, let me tell you. We didn't kiss. <laughs> All right. I got a couple more texts here. Yeah, exactly. We didn't kiss. Uh, the la- this from a woman. The last guy I had an experience with didn't seem interested in kissing, yet wanted me to kiss his junk. Oh. I ended up ghosting him because pleasure mm-hmm. seemed one-sided. Mm-mm. Yeah, Good I don't point. mess with that. No, yeah. Oh my gross. god, people who are like, "Yeah, go down on me, but I won't on you." I'm like, "Bye." No. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> Equal pleasure, please. Thank you, Paris. <laughs> Listen, Chinzy and Ditto. So you won't. So hold on. So that guy won't kiss her mouth, but he wants her to kiss his junk. Yeah. How is that not intimate? I'm so confused. I know. <laughs> it can, can be very because confusing. Because you're confusing sexual pleasure with sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. Right. But putting your face on someone else's private Privates. parts is not intimate. It's not. It's not special. It's not wonderful. Oh I hope goodness. the listeners can detect your sarcasm. Sarcasm, yeah. right. Uh, Texer says, curious to know if the panel thinks 69 can be more or just as passionate as intercourse. Personally, I find 69 more sensual, but I am a male. Maybe different for the ladies. Well, at least Depends it's reciprocal. Mm. Yeah. yeah, good. Um, At the very least. (laughs) I kind of agree with that, to be honest. I feel like 69 is something super intimate. Like, if I'm... If you're height proportionate. If you're height proportionate, first of all. Coming from the very little girl. (laughs) Paris, short girl. Good point. 
because <laughs> it's true. So, but I don't know why, though. So but he's I do saying like it is intimate? intimate. Yeah. Well, he's at, for him. Yes, he finds it more more sensual uh, mm-hmm. as a male. Um, I would think that it would be. Yeah. Far more. I feel intimate. like it is, but I can't really explain why. I just know that that action for that's me up close and very personal. Yeah. 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 I guess that's so. Why. Hold on, can I ask a question <laughs> to these two ladies? Would you sixty nine then without kissing on the mouth? No. <laughs> okay, so I don't. You know what I don't understand level there. Okay. is is when people won't kiss these like your their partner that they're hooking up with or doing whatever with after they go down Oof. on you. Yeah. I don't. Oh, apparently Melissa. Yeah, doesn't. I don't get that though. To you me, like the whole the whole activity it. is you're, you're getting saying personal you with do each it? other. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to taste myself on your lips. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think. Yeah. Boy, did we ever get sexual <laughs> tonight on the program? I swear, we, I did not control. <laughs> I did not control this conversation. Um, this texture writes, "I can't kiss if the." person has halitosis so bad oh, breath yes actually agreed. i'm gonna have a bad breath doctor on very soon to talk about Ooh. this because i think it is a problem yeah, right it is. uh for breath sure. it could be a deal breaker for yes. a lot of people yes yeah it's it's hygiene it's well no, hygiene sometimes me. it's not hygiene sometimes i it's get just bad breath bad when i'm hungry breath. you're exactly. right exactly sometimes Some people's medication apparently yes, does that yes yes so uh, i need to not just you mm-hmm. yeah Exactly. You Either. can't judge. Uh, you can't judge that part of it. Paris. I don't judge. It. But you could give. A, you could give them a mint. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for this show before now. kissing. You can give a mint. Or you don't have to kiss. Did you bring a toothbrush? Oh, there you go. There you you don't have to kiss. There's I'm going to be so self conscious every time someone offers me a mint. Now I'm be like, why? You should be. It is weird. Well. Um, oh good lord somebody oh, wrote this conversation that. is more vulgar than the Super Bowl halftime show it's not vulgar well, I think we're talking about real things in life oh, are we not for honest women Who and I like that? that I'm so scared is it somebody we know personally I really don't know but oh, to yeah. me we're talking about issues but also that, just that have like, all come up yeah for mm-hmm. all for everybody here yeah. and issues that you know, we, we even have a basis of science, like research done on that. So, yes, we can have a little bit of fun with yes. it, but, you know, that's okay. That's all right. So, we've come to the end of the program. I want to know, I just want to know, Chinzia, where can people hear your music? Um, anywhere online. If they search Chinzia and the Eclipse, that's C-I-N-Z-I-A. Um, Instagram, I'm pretty active there, at Chinzia and A-N-D, the Eclipse. And, uh, again, no H in my name. Um, and thankfully, the other person wrote, good show, Lori and the gals. I was just joking. <laughs> it's very hard to read, you know, uh, know on text, text, right? Yeah. Do you yeah, mean definitely. it? Do you not mean it? Yeah. Uh, Melissa Plett, if people want to hear your music. Melissa Plett, P-L-E-T-T dot com. On Spotify, I'm super active on Instagram as well. And Facebook, I have fun on Facebook. Yeah, and dance, you do. dance party Saturdays. <laughs> Saturday morning coffee dance party. Yes. And uh, Miss Paris. Parasology.com. I'm so excited. I'm posting on there regularly. What is a parasology? Um, well, it it's the place where I put all the content that I create. So the segments with John Paul on yeah, Friday with right. all the apps. I upload it there. There's travel bits. There's reviews on beauty. Tons of things. Oh, you're Just so go good. Parasology. <laughs> so good. Parasology. You want to be part of that. 
safety mm. thing. And you can reach uh, me as well on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website, drlori.com. Thank you so much, Dave Simon, our wonderful producer. Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion. Words, have your